Welcome to the Western CUNA Management School Alumni Association broadcast. I'm Shauna Shearson from the Epsilon class of 2007. I'm Nate Burns from the Auto class of 2011. Western CUNA Management School is a three-year credit union leadership program intended to give credit union leaders a deep dive into the purpose and mission of operating a cooperative business model. Unlike any other program in the industry, this immersive experience is held each year on the beautiful Pomona College campus. Come along as we jump into a conversation of both head and heart. Good morning, Shauna. How you doing? Great. How are you, Nate? I'm well. It seems like it's been forever since we did a podcast. <laughs> it's been a minute, but it's great to be here with you. And boy, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in our industry and in the economy right now. It's really keeping us all on our toes, I think. To, to say the least, uh, I am very excited for today's guest. I'm not going to lie to you, though. Yeah, I think she's going to have some great insights into what's happening with the people in our organization. Mm -hmm. So let's get right to it. Our guest today is Janet Gaspard. She's the Senior Vice President, Chief People Officer at First Entertainment Credit Union. And as a leader working in people and culture, she shows her passion for the credit union movement by working hard to serve and empower those who serve our members. And she's a credit union HR compliance professional, a senior certified professional through SHRM. She's got a lot of acronyms and letters after her name. And she also serves on the board of the HRD Network, which helps credit union HR and training professionals in California. And she's also a graduate of Western CUNA Management School. Yay. Welcome, Janet. We're so glad to have you here. Good to be here. Thank you Good. so much. No, absolutely. Good morning, Janet. Glad to have you here. Excited. Um, let's just jump right in here. So, goodness, the accolades, the, the certifications, the alphabets behind your name is amazing. You have a lot of experience in HR. I'm sure you've seen many different seasons, the ups and downs of, of the cycles of human resources. But tell me, how has HR changed since the pandemic? You know, it's, it seems it's not the same, right? Not at all. Uh, thanks to the pandemic, we've really had to reimagine what uh, human resources and people operations is. And uh, it's been quite the ride, I, I will say. And where once we were able to just coast and rely on our past experience of just running a people operations department, it really meant we needed to be more intentional and uh, look at what does employee engagement look like? Um, how are we building our culture and um, creating a culture of trust and transparency and communication and connection? So it's been um, pretty, pretty wild ride during the pandemic. Definitely. What are you seeing? Are, are you seeing any trends that are emerging right now in the areas of like, I know for a while we couldn't, we couldn't get anybody to work for us. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, for sure. And you all have seen the great resignation in our uh, environment. And when that occurred, it really meant, how do we evaluate our employer value proposition. As an employer, as a credit union, 
um, how are we investing in our people? How are we engaging them? Uh, it was really about uh, making sure that we're having uh, state interviews. It was about looking at our total comp package. Uh, also about, you know, just how flexible are we? We know that hybrid work is now here to stay. And in some cases, in some roles, it meant remote work as well. So traditionally, as credit unions, I think we were able to be comfortable in the traditional uh, work schedule model of everyone being on site in person. And when that shifted, thanks to the pandemic, it meant how do we work in this environment and how do we keep our people? Um, our folks now have more options than they ever have before. And our competition is no longer just credit unions, right? It's not just in our backyard. It is now nationwide in a lot of a variety of roles. And our competition is really even outside of our industry. So keeping that in mind, it was putting in place what the pandemic demonstrated could work. And that is we can have high employee engagement and very effective uh, employees on our payroll working from across the country, as well as not the traditional being in the office five days a week. I think by pivoting to that sort of arrangement and working also with our leaders of leaning in and being more intentional about their connection with their teammates and putting on all these virtual town halls, deliberate, uh, more virtual connections, um, all of those uh, processes and communication touch points really made a difference, but we are no longer, we don't have the luxury of just sitting back and thinking that, you know, once you hire the right person into your organization and you just let, you train them and let them go, that's sufficient. We have to be more deliberate about building on employee engagement and building our brand because the competition is very stiff out there. Yeah, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about that concept of employer brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned the great resignation and um, and and being intentional, and I think there there's just a lot to it. So, are there some of the things that that you're that you're doing at First Entertainment, especially to build the brand as an employer of choice? Absolutely, I think. Uh... Uh, you said it, Shauna, uh, being intentional in creating a workplace of choice brand uh, to be more uh, specific is important. And what comes first before that, though, is how strong is your culture, right? Do you have a high trust and transparent culture in your organization? That's what's going to lead to naturally the employee engagement and creating a high performance culture. And by way of that, that naturally leads to high employee engagement uh, ratings. And so we've been able to really leverage on that. So when I came in and started with First Entertainment about a year ago, uh, our brand needed some some uplifting. And with a brand new CEO that started uh, a few months before me and, and brought me in, I took a look, took a look at all of our people analytics, our data over the last few years. 
and saw that there was major opportunity to increase the engagement side of the house and the people investment. Uh, by looking at that data points and doing some intentional work, we were able to increase our engagement from, let's say from 76 to 83% last year. And then it's uh, just gone up a few months ago with our last employee uh, survey rating to 86%. So the work that's being done intentionally with the alignment and the vision of our CEO and our people strategy is definitely um, progressing as we had hoped. And it's really not even about what kind of high ratings you have, it's just incremental progress. And once we established and set that in place, uh, I took a look at our online uh, channels of how do we show up as an employer. So Glassdoor and Indeed are the number one job sites or job rating boards that applicants, potential applicants go to, to research a company. And I think these uh, online platforms that those that don't know your brand or don't know you as an organization or even as a credit union um, are going on here and seeing what are the ratings, what are people saying about you, learning more about your organization, even the photos, right? Just what is your, uh, how does it reflect your culture? And I saw that it didn't naturally align with the sentiment of our internal uh, engagement by our staff. So it was an opportunity to start monitoring uh, what folks were saying. And oftentimes, you all know, people do a employer rating when they're disgruntled, when they're unhappy, when they leave the organization. But you really want to manage that proactively. So what I have seen is, uh, well, I've done a campaign and just uh, raised awareness to our team, our broader team, and just inviting them uh, voluntarily, anonymously to rate us, uh, you know, however you feel about the organization, good, bad, and different. We just wanted to make sure that it was more reflective of the organization that we are today. And um, I have seen tremendous um, Im improvement in that our CEO currently has a 91% approval rating on Glassdoor. Um, I wanna say, because it's a period of all CEOs prior, what have you, trends over time, I want to say it was about 70, low 70s um, when I started monitoring at the beginning of the year. We're only uh, eight months in, and it is now at 91, including how likely are you to recommend your organization to another? That has also gone up significantly. So I just uh, would encourage every, uh, between marketing and people operations, working together in partnership, that you're managing that brand just as well as you are your financial institution brand. Um, because the talent competition is so stiff out there, these are the sort of brand awareness that we just have to own during a time like this. That's a great, great tip and something that that all of our credit unions can do. And it's just like the our member comments or customer complaints in the in the the entire world. 
the ones you hear about are the the bad stories. Those are the people that, you know, they're, they got a lot of emotion around it. So they take the energy to, you know, file the complaint or put up the review, but mm-hmm. it's not as often that the, the, the satisfied and genuinely happy take that time too. So that's, that's great. It sounds like um, by just inviting people to share their honest opinions, it's made a huge difference. It's incredible. It has. It has. And you just you just highlighted uh, one of the things that <clears throat> I believe the pandemic did in regards to human resources. It shed a new light on what human resources actually is and what it does. Right. You know, 15 years ago, it's, you know, you dealt with problems, hiring, firing, but that's not the case anymore. I mentioned earlier, you know, you have a lot of credentials. You went to WCMS. How do you stay on top of what's going on in the HR world? Because it's it's constantly changing. Who are the people and the resources that you access, you know, just mm-hmm. you know, just to stay on top of what's going on, keeping yourself in the know and trying to stay ahead of what's 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 happening? Yeah, great question. And I would say that having a commitment to your development is a table stake in order for you to really add value to yourself, to your personal brand, your professional brand, to your organization, we have to stay abreast of what is going on uh, around us. And I will say that when I was introduced to the credit union world about 22 years ago, and uh, my organization at the time was LA Police Credit Union, and uh, they sent me to WCMS to learn the lay of the land and, and uh, understand what credit unions are. And it was one of the best um, appreciated investments of my professional career. And I'm so grateful for that. And, and from there on, I mean, I believe in lifelong learning. You have never really arrived. And uh, pe- the people side of the house is no different. Um, I think working on the people side and in California um, operating, is one of the most stringent um, is one of the most stringent uh, compliance challenges that you will ever experience. So knowing that is how do you balance the managing the risk of your organization as well as making sure that your folks really feel committed to um, and know that they're taken care of at your organization. So it is quite um, it is a quite an interesting time, but I, what I will say to you now is even in our culture at um, First Entertainment Credit Union, investing in our people is part of our dream team strategy. And we know that people are uh, the greatest asset. And just as we think about our balance uh, books and all of that, it's at the end of the day, it starts with our people. They are our natural brand ambassadors and having the right people and the right roles is what's going to lead to great ideas and continued success. So um, at First Entertainment, part of my dream team strategy is investing in our people and that is leveling them up from the time that they uh, enter the organization, part of their onboarding and, and beyond. Um, and I would say that uh, we've had about a 23% um, promotion rate just last year. We're trending currently at about 26% this year. Uh, Rather than looking outside externally, again, by investing in them, developing them them professionally as 
I've had the benefit of being on the receiving end over the years, I'm finding that that is absolutely critical to our business strategy. That's awesome. As, as I've been listening to you, and since we're taking, you know, the, this really great look at people and at human resources and, um, and culture and hearing the dogs barking in the background just reminds me how far we've come since the pandemic when <laughs> we were afraid to acknowledge that we were whole human beings with, with lives and pets and children. And, you know, you had to have this really professional image image. And now we have the flexibility to just say, Hey, you know what, I'm a, I'm a whole human being and I've got these <laughs> other elements of my life. And I don't know, I, I, I think it's a real celebration. And uh, so I just, I just had to, had to acknowledge how, how far we've come in the last three years. And, you know, thank you for pointing that out because I was trying to stay focused while <laughs> the dog decided to bark. And, and the one day that I decided to, to work from home, um, I, I'm trying to cancel out all the noise for this podcast. And I'm going, oh, my goodness. OK, stay focused, stay focused. Right. But that is the reality of what our employees right, um, have been afforded the luxury of working from home. But mm-hmm. hey, at the end of the day, they're productive. <laughs> That's right. So, but thank you for pointing that out. You know, you know, before we wrap up. I do want to highlight uh, something that I do see in the industry. You know, I get to work with wonderful credit unions and I do see a growing trend where our HR professionals, they're getting the opportunity to become CEOs. And it's because of the diversity in that role, right? You just mentioned you're, you're doing what we, what we consider marketing. You're on glass door. You're looking at social media from an HR perspective, right? So uh, I think that's been really, really great. And more and more of our HR professionals are getting that opportunity to be CEOs. And I think that's a great, great thing. So, Thank you, Nate. Um, one thing that I will add is I think for the benefit of this uh, podcast related to people professionals is I don't think that there are enough people leaders in the organization that are having a strategic alignment and reporting into the CEO. And to me, that speaks volumes of where they are in the org chart. Because if they're the top head of your people, people professional is not reporting into the CEO, um, it's really the people side, the people are not the asset, are not a strategy or strategic alignment with your organization. And what I will say is having uh, come to First Entertainment and working directly with the CEO has made a world of difference of how we're aligning our business strategy um, and, and the people strategy supporting that. So it's made a world of difference. Absolutely. Well, listen, thank you so much for being on the broadcast with Sean and I today. It was amazing. Uh, I think this is going to be one of our much better, well-listened to episodes. So everyone out there, if you like this episode, please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have feedback or would like to recommend future guests, let us know at WCMSalumni.org. Thank you for listening today. And until next time, start early. And start often.